the Mahoning Valley Daily Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Mahoning Valley Daily Podcast. Sorry about that. I'm your host, Ron Cabuno, and it is Tuesday, November 23rd. Thank you very much for tuning in. Sorry, I thought I'd get a little spicy there for a second. You know, work on my pro-announcer voice. Isn't that fun? God, I gotta use that more. Anyways, we got a cool little show for you today. But first, have you heard the one about the uh, lady with the gun who went to Popeye's because her biscuits were burnt? If not, just check out any local news source. Apparently, some lady came back to Popeye's extremely heated because she brought the heat. She drove up to the uh, drive-thru window, demanded new biscuits, and when they said they couldn't give it to her without some... uh, form of purchase, you know, like a receipt, she got completely incensed, started waving around a gun, and then something happened. It got out of the car, started threatening an employee through the store window. I don't know. The cops came, blocked her in the drive-thru, hemmed her up. It's just, my God, this is a 23-year-old girl brandishing a gun because of biscuits. I'm trying to make up something dumber in my head right now, and I'm certain I could, like two men thumb-wrestling to the death over a root beer float or something, but This is actually realistic nonsense we're talking here. Someone who thinks violence or threats of violence is the only way that they're going to get what they want. It's disgusting. But then I gotta remind myself about how angry I get behind the wheel sometimes, and then I'm just thankful that I'm not a gun person. In sad, sad Browns news, real quick, Baker Mayfield went off on the Cleveland fans of all people during a press conference yesterday saying that the people that were booing him are the same ones who are going to be loud while we're on offense and don't care about the game that much. Dude, I've said it here before and I'll say it again. You're either not that good or you're too hurt to be playing. But either way, if your pride is keeping you out on the field or somehow you're tricking the coach into keeping you out on the field, you're not doing us any service. And not only that, you're supposed to be the leader of the team. So when you start to get criticized, don't clap back. Just own it, because a loss is a loss, but it turns out this was a win. So just go out there and say, we won the game, didn't we? I've got to do better. They were right when I was playing like trash. I just don't see him doing that. He always wants to pick a fight, even if it's with the hometown crowd. But he'll defend us the very next week, as long as we're not ragging on him. I don't know. Really interesting, because he's got a lot of money on the line, depending on how well he plays the remainder of this season. And I'm not so sure how much he should play at all. But whatever. Sorry. Too much Browns, I know. But it is fun, isn't it? I'm going to give you one more little taste of Fox's irresponsible nature, and then we'll move on to the theme of the day, which is the King Richard movie starring Will Smith about Serena Williams, Venus Williams, and their father. So yesterday I said, I really hope that whoever is behind that stuff in Waukesha, the guy driving through the parade, wasn't motivated by anything politically or terroristically, because that's the last thing we need. And it turns out that was kind of the case, but not if you would turn on Fox News, or in my case, open up their app, because these despicable people once more are just trying to light a fire of vengeance under anyone they can. And you know how they do it? Well, they take the mugshot of the actual perpetrator, and then they use a quote from someone else who happens to be a Black Lives Matter activist, saying that it sounds like it's possible that the revolution has started in Wisconsin. You've got to be kidding me. Nothing pisses me off more right now than 
pulling conflict out of thin air and manufacturing hatred. And that is what Fox News does almost better than anybody else. And speaking of violence, I would love to wring the neck of whoever decided to write this or whoever okays it. Turns out there's probably way too many necks to wring because everyone is complicit. Everyone is on board with stoking the flames of resentment and hate. It wasn't the guy behind the wheel who apparently was fleeing another crime at the time and who just got out on bail a couple days ago after trying to run his girlfriend over with the same effing car. Pardon me. It was some other dude who was apparently speaking for the man. Or at least that's how Fox News would have you believe it. And if you just scroll past the headline, you would think that it was actually that guy's motive. And turns out, if you do open up the article and read it, you're probably going to be left with the same sentiment anyways, even if you find out that that is not actually what they meant by the headline. The damage has already been done. The genie's out of the bottle, and the conspiracy has already been planted. There have been a couple of key departures from Fox News contributors in the past week, citing Tucker Carlson's Patriot Purge BS documentary about a false flag narrative on the January 6th attack at the Capitol, to which, of course, Carlson said that, you know, the station will be better off because we don't like dissenting voices around here. We don't like when people call us out on our total BS. And for anyone who thought that Brett Baer or Chris Wallace were going to follow them out the door, turns out that's not the case because they like cashing them checks. But anyways, I'm going to calm down and I'm going to talk about a fantastic movie that I saw yesterday with my wife. It was actually her idea and it was the new Will Smith King Richard movie. Now before we watch this, I said I really hope that they focus on Venus more than Serena. And it's not because I like Venus more than Serena, although that is the case, but it's because Venus was so groundbreaking. And at the time, yeah, we knew that there was going to be another Williams sister, but we had no idea it was going to be of the magnitude that Serena ended up playing to. We just knew that there was a tall, skinny, brace-faced, beaded braid monster out on the court. Absolute terror and she seemed pleasant as punch and it turns out that that's how the movie played out but it was really a family tale you got to see Compton now this is another thing like Compton looks magnificent during the daytime imagine just house after house of nice neat manicured lawns and then it becomes one of the scariest environments you ever thought of once it becomes dark it's such a really odd dichotomy that when you go there, it's hard to believe. I lived in LA for a couple of years and you'd go over to Compton and you'd be like, wait a second, this is where, this is where NWA is from. And it looks really, really nice and suburban. But that's just how the houses were built out there. You're not going to see a place that looks run down and ramshackle as some of the places maybe in, you know, our fair city or Detroit or some of these Eastern cities that have a lot more time to dilapidate. This is all fresh hood so it just strikes you different but you see what they go through sleeping five to a bedroom their parents giving all they had to make sure that they rose through the ranks and got the best tutelage available but at the same time sticking to their core principles of being a family first and being humble above all else and even though richard the father 
is an extremely flawed character, as we all are, the daughters actually wanted this movie to be shown through his eyes because they felt he was that important, influential, and they wouldn't have been able to achieve their success without him. So I congratulate them on wanting to put Pops on a pedestal. You know, it's one of those movies where you kind of know the ending. We're sitting here knowing full well that Serena is the greatest player ever to grace the courts, and her sister not far off, and also essentially being the Tiger Woods of her sport. But the movie does a great job of taking you through the ups and downs that it took to get there. So it'll throw you for a couple loops when the family has those setbacks, and it makes you cheer even harder for them when they finally do reach that mountaintop. So I would just say that I definitely recommend it. It's not usually my type of film, but you throw in a very, very funny performance by Will Smith and um, do it in a sports period piece, and you're probably going to have me most of the time. And this one did. And with that, I think we will wrap up the show for today. Thank you very much for tuning in, as always. Go out there, spread the peace, and be well. And we'll see you on the next episode of the Mahoning Valley Daily Podcast. Not too bad.